whenever you're ready, the son of the violator takes on out of Right, please count me in. Three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's up, everybody? Yeah, yeah. Good evening, good night, good morning, good afternoon. Mm-hmm. This is episode 61 of Your Girlfriend's. Oh, 62. 62 my nigga. Crazy. Yeah, this is yeah. episode 62 of your girlfriend's favorite podcast. Um, Wait, who, who's going to go down or up? No, I got to go up. Oh, you got to go up? <laughs> I got to go up. Yeah, just slightly. A slight, All slight, right. slight, slight, slight. Probably right. by like one notch. Um, It's always a thing that we're doing at the beginning of pods, sorting out the sound. Yeah, that's perfect, my God. All right. Perfect, my words. <laughs> perfect. Yeah, so, yeah. while we were sorting out some technical issues with our levels there. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the show. Mm-hmm. Another episode. Do follow us on Twitter at YGF Podcast on Instagram. Your girlfriend's fave pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Follow us on our socials. <laughs> Subscribe to our YouTube. Your girlfriend's favorite podcast. And yeah, it's me. I didn't even introduce myself. I'm Vasani. I'm Cizwe. <laughs> yeah, it's Cizwe. It's the saint and the violator. And shout out How to our... <laughs> shout out to our missing co-host, Allison. Yeah. She's not with us today, but she's not dead. She's just not with us in the room. Yeah, it's like I said last week, Allison is fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, we miss Allison, man. We miss having the female voice. A lot of people are saying that... Um, they, they, they miss the other perspective. Like, people that are hearing the podcast for the first time. Yeah. I'm saddened about that because it's people that are on my contact list, for example, that I've been sharing the link with for the past <laughs> year. Well, almost two years. They hopped been doing on this. two years later. <laughs> almost two years. That's like, crazy. I mean, it's whatever. Yeah. They say, yeah, you guys should really have female, a female voice on the po-. Like, nigga, where man. you been? Man? <laughs> man. Yes, says. <laughs> no, man. Yeah, no, but it's all good. Um, I'm glad to see that we're getting love. You know, yeah. our views. I'm, I'm, I'm happy about you know where they are at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. It's, it's on upwards and onwards to pod supremacy. Woo! It's a Friday evening. I don't have any dynamic sounds on my soundboard <laughs> for that. <laughs> it's but, just a round of applause would do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, usually we pod on a Sunday in yeah. season two of the podcast. That's correct. But today we're potting on a Friday evening. Mm. Yeah, we haven't parted. Season one was all Saturdays. Yeah, yeah. mainly, mainly, yeah. Like 95% Saturdays. Yeah. And season two, Saturdays, just our lives just turned up. Yeah. Like everyone's unavailable on a Saturday. No, facts. <laughs> yeah. I remember in the beginning of like season one when we first started parting, we're just like, yeah, Wednesday, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, shit, we're both unemployed. It's not like we're doing shit. <laughs> yeah. Might as well part on a Wednesday. Exactly. Yeah, I was working, wait, I was working Monday to Wednesday, so we're mm. parting either Thursday and Friday. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I look, miss those days of being carefree. Look at us now. Who would have thought? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we where are we starting? Do you want to start with what we were talking about in pre pro? Yeah, let's let's get there. Let's let's start with that. Let's start with that. Um, uh, you can you can introduce the topic, man. All right. So, thoughts. uh, South African pharmaceutical you need store. To go down a little, just a tad. Sorry, uh, my Sorry, apologies. <laughs> yes, South African pharmaceutical store clicks. Yeah. Was trending on Twitter yeah, today yeah. for all the wrong reasons. So, in a usual case of a company doing its marketing, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they actually weren't doing marketing. This was just their website. So, on Click's online website, yeah, when you 
go to the hair section, it shows that, like, they have diff- they like had pictures up with yeah. different labels, and the labels were like dry, damaged hair, mm. frizzy hair, and they were all representative of and those African. Yeah, and the pictures on those labels were of African hair. Like African styles, like afros, dreadlocks, etc. Curls, yeah. And then when they were like normal hair, <laughs> flat and fine hair, flat and fair, fair hair, it was pictures of European hair, white people's <laughs> hair, right? And it sparked outrage because people were like, what are you trying to say about black people's hair? And of Naturally, course, yeah. clicks got called out for it. They issued apologies in their tweets. Immediate, almost immediately. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. what I found funny was in the tweets, clicks danced around saying black people. So instead of yeah. clicks saying yeah. we we apologize to the black community yeah. or the African community, they said we apologize to the natural hair community. Now, if I'm not mistaken, every human being except those with like alopecia. <laughs> literally have hair that's natural so who is the natural hair community that clicks is talking about yeah the natural hair community is is like labels way of saying urban artists instead of just saying african-american artists or african mm. artists or black artists so yeah it's just it's just a semantics thing it's a, a semantics thing in that you get me wagwan clicks wagwan clicks it's crazy um um, I actually wanted to read the response from Clicks. Actually, their their actual apology here. Yeah. I've got it. Um, we have made a mistake and sincerely apologize for letting you down. We recognize we have a role to play in creating a more diverse and inclusive essay. Starting with our website content, we need to do better and commit to ensuring our content better reflects this value. Laniela, <laughs> futsek. I love t- I love Twitter. Clicks uh, is playing with man. us, but so we all know, of course, these things these things happen, right? H and M did it with the monkey, the hoodie on that yeah. little young black man. Yeah, yeah. Um, black boy, actually. I don't let me not say he's a man. He's still it's, a boy. Yeah, it's a little boy. Yeah. Yeah, that's another problematic thing. Though the whites do. Yeah, they they claim every black person is a man. Could be Bruh. twelve years old. He's a no, black he's a man. man. He needs like, to be tried as an adult. Yeah, yeah. No, he's a little up. black boy that was wearing the monkey hoodie. H mm-hmm. and M did that. They got all the publicity. Mm-hmm. Uh, many companies have done this. We know this happens. Mm. So we were in a discussion. Me, Caesar, and a friend of the pod, Simpiwe. Uh, yeah. We got into a little discussion. On Twitter, and you want to take us through that discussion? Because yeah, I mean, basically, um, Simpua posed the question. I don't know, seemed a bit sarcastic. He's like, "Well, you're the PR guy, <laughs> my boy, <laughs> my, my boy. You're the PR guy, my boy. Why don't you tell us, my boy?" <laughs> yeah. Basically, he's like, um, uh, the 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 question he posed was, "Is all good publicity?" I mean, is all publicity good publicity? And to some degree, I agree that that is the case because in traditional media, 
Okay, social media is not considered traditional media. It's a new form of media. Hmm. Traditional media, meaning the press, television, that type of thing. Yeah. One could say, ah, you know what? This guy was relatively unknown before the scandal hit. Now, you know, he can he can make music and sell a milli. That hmm. That's the old model, you know? Do something controversial to make yourself known and then establish yourself as a public figure. It's, yeah. It seemed to be something that, that worked in the past, okay? Not for everybody. Some people just came off looking really dumb. Yeah. Anyways, uh, in the new uh, social media era, uh, era, I said, if it comes to the detriment of your business, I don't believe, uh, to the detriment of your business's bottom line, I don't believe that all publicity is good publicity. Uh, for the For the simple fact that after you know, after that photo came out of the natural hair, the frizzy hair, curls versus the Caucasian hair, after that came out, everybody in the comments was like, Baniel, Futsek, you know, basically saying, fuck you guys, we're done with clicks. People had their club cards cut up. I wouldn't have done that because nah, I would have I got like too many points. I got too many points, yeah. right? Exactly. Nah, so, I'm I'm a, I'm a losing my loyalty points. That's <laughs> exactly what I'm saying. Like who's actually losing in the end? <laughs> so when I saw all of that happening, I was like, okay. Um, firstly, how long will that last? Because women love clicks, discam. Like mm. they live there, bro. Like how long is this disdain gonna last? Because we know things on on the internet are done either for shock value or. Uh, to be impulsively angry at something in the yeah. moment. So that was my first question. My second question was, okay, if it lasts long, then clicks might be in some trouble for some time. I mean, it's clicks. It's not like they're going to fucking go under. Yeah. Right? But in the short term, it does look like people are not going to fuck with clicks for a little while. I'd, so you came up with the point. You can make yeah. your, your point now. Yeah. I. I responded, right? Yeah. About it, this publicity stunt. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people, I saw a lot of tweets saying, who's in the marketing team at Clicks? Like, who approved this? How did this yeah. get through, like, so many processes? Yeah. Like, from brainstorming all the way to actual production of it, putting it's it ridiculous. up. And my thing is, those guys are not idiots. There's a reason Facts. why Clicks pays those high heads there in the mm, marketing mm-hmm, team, mm. the huge salaries they do because their job is to get clicks name into our mouths. Their job is not to make us smile about clicks. Mm-hmm. That's where we get it wrong as consumers. And I've learned this actually over mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. I used to think companies have a job or duty to make us feel happy about them. Yeah. They don't. But they, they just, absolutely do. No, they don't. They no, just, they, do. they just <laughs> need to make sure we know who they are. Whose job is that? Because that's not that's not the, the that's not the organizational goal at the end of the day. The organizational goal, especially from a PR p- perspective, yeah. is to make sure that the company looks good. So you should be smiling about the company. That's from true. a marketing perspective. That's why the marketing pr- uh, perspective and the PR pr- perspective have to be similar. Let's, or else it does not make sense. Like the world we live in currently, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. What gets more? more light shot like shone onto someone or an organization controversy it's controversy yeah definitely i don't know what's the last good thing little wayne did i'm sure he does a lot of charity work this is an example right yeah 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 Yeah. but i definitely know little wayne had a seizure from drinking lean controversy Right. right 
I know that that happened years back. Yeah. So you can't like that happened like in 2010. Right. But in a 10 year span, I haven't heard a good thing like charitable work, all mm. of that. But I know about the controversy. Watch his Young Money interview on Apple with Eminem. They've worked together yeah. with the Flint, Michigan shit. He's Easy. done some stuff so, in recent time. Okay. Controversy gets attention. Yeah. And for businesses yeah. these days, because we're in a new age, a digital age, mm-hmm. engagement is everything. Even for us as podcasters, yeah. engagement, click-through rate is right. everything. Right. So, like I was saying to Caesar now off the pod, mm-hmm. was that... I'm Caesar, yeah. Yeah. As you're saying <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... The clicks ploy with this. Mm-hmm. They knew what they were doing. They knew it would spark outrage. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they knew it would bring internet traffic to them. That's right. That is what they needed. They needed to get internet traffic to them. So now that they've got that traffic, not everyone is fully aware of why they're seeing clicks on their timelines. That is true. Some people will know, oh, I'm seeing clicks on my timeline because they did this controversial thing of mm-hmm. being racist. Mm-hmm. But other people just see, oh, clicks is on the trending list. It's on my timeline. Ah, you know what? I've actually been thinking of getting a new shampoo. Let me just click on that little website of theirs. And that's what clicks is going to bag from this. So I see your point. Okay. One thing I also know is that clicks will survive this. Oh, that's, that's Every company obvious. will survive this That's obvious The only thing that would really kill a company Is if they kill a black person And I doubt that would even happen Because black people get killed every day But Yeah Anyway Yeah Like look at H&M right mm-hmm. H&M had their big scandal Boy within like one month I saw black people over H&M in the mall Femme, I'm I woke from H&M. the mall <laughs> <laughs> And I know that's story We reported the story on the podcast <laughs> Exactly Yeah, like, yeah, yeah This cancelling thing out, Fake outrage Yeah, yeah It's just for the internet But right? in real life Clicks is gonna be packed We can go pick up our prescriptions We're gonna get, go get our face mm-hmm. products mm-hmm. Like To answer your first question the disdain won't last long. Yeah. This is going to blow over in four days. No, that's... It's not even going to make it to day four that's as fact. a trend. That, that, yeah. That's factual. I mean, we've reported on a lot of stories like this since we started the podcast. In just yeah. two years, let alone what we knew before that time. We know that the internet is reactive. We know that they're impulsive. We know that they say things and do things for shock value or to pander. Yeah. Uh, or to feel well, to to feel accepted mm-hmm. by the masses. Cut up your club card, dude. In two weeks, you're gonna be signing up for a new one. That's fine. You're gonna accumulate more points. You're gonna get fifty rand off your next purchase, <laughs> and you're gonna be Gucci. Okay. My thing was, if I'm the if if if, if clicks did this purposely, okay. Which if they, I believe they did. You believe allegedly. they did. I can't fuck with them for that. Mm. I understand that the marketing department had a job to do. They had a target to hit. They say, if you guys get this and this, this, this and this amount of clicks or engagements, you guys get an incentive. I understand how it works. We've been in that. Well, I, I, I've been working in that environment yeah. for quite some time. So I understand that there's a job to do in terms of targets to hit. But when you really look at it, black people fucking open your minds, dude. If you really look at it, you will not fuck with clicks after this. You won't. Especially with their half-assed apology, okay? Mm. Secondly, to to my point about the PR thing, 
it's definitely in their best interest to keep us smiling about it. I wouldn't want... Okay, for me, from, from the integrity point of view, the way we were taught in school, is that you don't want to be... You don't want to make profits using underhanded tactics. Mm. That's sicko mode, bro. Yeah, but That's sicko mode. <laughs> but, That's what artists do. That's what musicians do. That's what fucking actors do. You don't need to do that if you're clicks. You've been yeah. around forever. Your, your staying power is there. That's you're true. not going anywhere. Yeah. You don't have to do that. If you're doing that on purpose, what are you trying to prove? That you are racist. That's all you're trying to prove to yeah. us. And then you're trying to prove that you're trying to insult our intelligence by doing it right under our noses like nobody was going <laughs> to ever ask. How come all the bad hair types yeah. are classified as black hair types? Like, my mom and my sister, they've got beautiful hair, bro. Like, soft, luscious, curly hair. Yeah, exactly. Queens, bro. They wear their crowns with pride. However, when I see black hair... <laughs> that however. <laughs> represented like that for clicks baits. Oh, by the way, hey. Farts. Hey. <laughs> It makes me sick, bro, because I know the way you're supposed to do PR, and that's not the way it's supposed to be, okay? So, let's say, for instance, their 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 stock takes a hit for the next few days. Bro, by Monday, it's going to be good again. Yeah, Let's be just fine. face it. Like, it'll, it'll, you know, suffer a little, because we're still in the beginning of the month. If people get enough wind of this and decide that they're not doing their cosmetic hygiene and grocery shopping at clicks then, yeah, they're going to take a bit of a hit, but it's not going to last. Yeah, that's true. Clicks, PR, what are you going to do about this? That apology was not enough. They're not going to do anything. No, that apology was damage control. Yeah, what I'm saying, yeah, what's after next? that, they just wait for it. They just wait for the internet to do what it does and wait and for it to blow over. Wait for the next trend to come. That's the way it works. Like, I trend today. Yeah. Look what happened with Joe Human, right? Right. We spoke about that. Within a week, it was over. Yeah. He's free to do whatever he wants to do again. Does he still tweet? I don't see I, him yeah, tweet. I well, him I tweet. unfollowed him. So I saw him yeah. tweet. I saw his, one of his tweets got retweeted onto my timeline. So oh, it just showed okay. me that things blow over. No matter what you do, it blows over. Well, if you are a, 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 a likable person to begin with. You're not, yeah. if, well, if enough people like you, then you're okay. Yeah. You know what's a, a funny thing? Yeah, oh, yeah. I want to get off this clicks thing. Okay. But still in the field of marketing. Okay. Was, remember when, uh, I think it was a week or two ago, mm-hmm. Savannah dropped an advert mm-hmm. and there was outrage. People were like, there's no black woman in these ads. Okay. <clears throat> of course, if you guys know the Savannah ads, traditionally it's always been that white guy who's the bartender, the other black guy who's just there to say it's dark in here. And, right. <laughs> and, and, like whoever whoever else is in the ad, mm-hmm. so it was the classic format like that: the white bartender guy, the black guy, mm-hmm. and a black and white extra two guys now, mm-hmm. and outrage on Twitter. Where's the representation of black women in Savannah adverts? Black women are the biggest like buyers of your product. Yeah, yeah. Like we support Savannah, we drink it all the time at parties. Like you should be including us in your ads. Mm-hmm. And cool, I got that, right? Like, mm-hmm. diversity and representation. But someone said something very profound. Or I found it profound. I'm listening. I'm they all said, ears, like a bastard hound. They said, <laughs> it's not that you black women mm-hmm. or people yeah. are upset that they didn't put a black woman in the ad. It, you're upset because they were speaking towards influencers. Influencers were mainly upset about this. 
They said, you influencers are upset that you didn't get the gig. That's why you're outraged. You're upset that you always drink Savannah and post stories of you drinking it and they didn't hit you up to do a gig. You're not upset that they didn't put a black woman in the ad. You're upset they didn't give you a bag to be in an ad or do promo for them. And I was like, that's actually facts. That is straight like, facts. Dude. A lot of these people, when they target companies for their promotions yeah, and things, yeah. one of the weird things I've actually now looking back at it, I noticed is those people weren't included in the bag. They weren't part mm. of the promo. Mm. That's where they start to see, a, like, they start to have anger. It happened with the Nikon thing, where Nikon did their uh, camera promotion thing. They had yeah, a bunch of I photographers, and, and Austin Malema was the only black person. Yeah, yeah. And someone said, would you have been mad if you were Austin Malema? You got the bag. Of course not. That's of course the not. Is Austin Malema sitting there saying, why aren't there more white uh, <laughs> black women on this, uh, on yeah, this panel? He just kept quiet, got his bag. But yeah. they're just upset because they weren't included. Then they try to make it a diversity thing. Mm. And of course it is a diversity thing. That's mm. correct. Mm-hmm. But I feel like people use their personal vendettas to do the public outrage, get society on their side. You know, it's like we always say on the podcast, dude. Everything online is just a facade, bro. Yeah. I swear to God, these girls don't care. They don't care, bro. They really don't care. They don't. They don't care. They want to be seen and heard. That's it. They want to say, they want to, do you know how how many clicks, now that we're on the topic of clickbaiting, do you know how many clicks complaining gets, complaining, feeling sorry for yourself or feeling aggrieved about something that gets way more attention than you know the good stuff yeah so for these chicks it's like okay black people were included in mostly everything in south africa as far as south africa is concerned except for economic wealth but (laughs) 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 as far as land is concerned no however we're dominating television. Mm. We're dominating the music space. We're dominating the radio space. YFM is still on top. Uh, well, YFM and 947, which 947 has majority black DJs now. Yeah. What? When is it going to be enough? When do we say like, okay, black people are getting all the opportunities. Maybe I'm the problem as the individual black person. Not that black people are not getting opportunities. Yeah, I think Where do we get to that point where people start taking accountability for themselves I think sucking? That's the problem. People yeah. like in this age where anyone can influence and get gigs with companies. Mm-hmm. People are now get, getting aggrieved. They're that, entitled. They feel entitled yeah, they to feel the wealth. Like yeah. I've got 20,000 followers. I should be getting gigs to do something. I should be getting paid to tweet about something, be featured in an ad. And when it doesn't happen for them, they get upset. I'm upset. <laughs> 50,000. <000 laughs> <No, but>, no, <laughs> disrespect. Right? They get upset. for, And it's not because lack of diversity or whatever. That's what they'll use. They're very, people are very smart like that. People are vindicative vindicative yeah where it's like when white people weaponize their white uh, privilege Mm. knowing that Mm. if i call the cops you in trouble as a black person they're gonna kill you or hurt you Mm. like Mm. so influencers do that they weaponize their voice Mm. to be like this company didn't give me what i wanted maybe i've been hitting them up in emails 
and they didn't hit me up to do a promo. So I'm going to wait for a moment to strike. Yeah. And when that moment comes, yeah. I'm going to get public outrage as part of some Me Too movement, yeah. whatever. So it's just, it's just the way the world is going in the moment. Crazy. Pretty sickening, if you ask me. Sickle mode. I think the issue that most people have, or the the issue most people should have, if they were, you know, if they had any vision for themselves, actually, is not to be included is not to just be included in the adverts. It's mm. to have a brand that you can advertise. It's to own a brand that you can advertise yeah. like that. Like, do you want to just be the person that featured in the Savannah advert? Or you po- you you were on a Savannah post one day. Do you want to be that person or do you want to be the person who owns an alcohol brand? Mm. Like, who do you want to be? Because as much as black people are represented a lot in, in South African media, they're not owning a lot of it. Yeah. Yes, they're featuring in, like, a lot of stuff. We're in all the movies, we're in all the shows, we're in all the, like, all the albums that are selling good numbers are South African, dude. Whether it be gospel or hip-hop, those yeah. seem to be our highest selling, and, and house, obviously. Yeah. But do we own that shit? We don't own the record labels that we're signing to. It's white people running those yeah. things that are tone deaf, they don't really know what the people want. We're the ones calling the shots without actually getting the money. It's like when we're having that chat about how much a stream costs and stuff like exactly, that. Exactly, yeah. Dude, you're going to fucking stream your song 25 million times and you're going to see 5,000 rand, maybe. <laughs> 5K it's for wild. like 25 million streams on a... Yeah. Like, no, dude, no. You you need to think about, like, are you going to own this shit or not? Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be the smart, you know, thing to take. But it's, it sounds like we're preaching now. We don't own shit except for this podcast. Yeah. Are we joining the podcast union? There's a podcast union? Apparently, Joe's in the works with, yeah, I see and that. some other yeah. main, like the top three podcasts on Spotify, yeah, are unionizing now. Uh, I forgot their names, but yes, what's up? Joe's one of them. Yeah, so they they're planning to unionize. Like they've all been offered new contracts by Spotify, mm-hmm. but of course they don't like the working hours because Spotify demands a lot mm. of the podcasts it signs. You mm-hmm. know, like two episodes a week. Dude, no holidays. Three hour podcast. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they want to unionize, get more money, get better contracts, like mm. as employees of Spotify, essentially. Mm. Mm. So yeah, if there's a podcast union, you should join it, man. You know what the thing is, they are in a position to say no to the to the offer. Yeah, we we not. <laughs> We're not. Like, offer me money, dude. I don't want to yeah. go to work every day. Some... Fuck. I'll do two podcasts a week. I'll fucking tap dance, bro. Like, I'll dance for you. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Someone actually said, "Yeah, do you think Joe used his power over Rory and Mal and Parks in the sense that maybe they wanted to sign the, the contract with mm-hmm. Spotify? Mm-hmm. Maybe to them it was good money. The millions were enough. Mm-hmm. But Joe said no. And as such, they can't do anything about it. Do you think that's the case? Because like, is... they stand with him in the public eye. Yeah. Of course, you have to always present a united front. That's of course, yeah. But do you think behind closed doors they're probably like this fucking guy? <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm not you, Joe. I'm just Rory. What yeah. I do is promo. Do say like I needed this. Check. Rory's got money. Like yeah, he's got a long money Rory's now. Got a lot of money. So like okay, at the time probably with the corona, he's not doing much work as far as do say is concerned. Mm. But 
Okay, this is what I think about Joe and this thing because he's spoken at length about it, and I don't want to spend too much time. Yeah. On, almost on music, but this is the thing about Joe, Rory, Marlon Parks. Okay, Joe brought them this far. Hmm. I think that there's enough trust there to say, like, guys. I think he says to them, guys, I've brought you this far. Why would I lead you astray? This deal is not a good deal. Yeah. And I don't think many people know better than Joe and Parks. Because they've been in the music thing for a long ass time. They know how artists are getting fucked. And they don't wanna they wanna use they wanna apply their knowledge to not get fucked like that. But what's to say Joe isn't being Icarus? What if he's not flying too close to the sun? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> what if he was flying at a perfect level? <clears throat> And now he's trying to touch base with the sun and his wings, the wa- the wax on his wings is about to melt. Because mm. no these point. are very crucial moments. This is almost like Dave Chappelle rejecting the Comedy Central deal. Absolutely. It was a make or break moment. Yeah. And at least now a decade over, it's become a make moment. Yeah. Getting all these good deals with Netflix. Yeah. yeah. But like rejecting these big crucial offers... It's it literally is make or break. This could be the end of things. the JBP <laughs> as we know it. Yeah. Well, this is the thing about about the point that Joe was making. Joe was saying that I'm opening up the podcast landscape to make sure that people don't get screwed over by these exclusive deals. Mm-hmm. Like, why was I the guinea pig with my podcast, the first ever exclusive podcast yeah. on Spotify, and then? Joe Rogan two years later gets a hundred million. Like Yeah. It's unfair to him in his eyes. He's like, no, I'm gonna make sure that I get the deal that I deserve based on firstly, Spotify promised them a whole bunch of shit when they hit their targets that they didn't get. Mm. Apparently, according to Joe, they got used Rolexes. <laughs> <laughs> like still there are seventy K in dollars, yeah. but they were used That's Rolexes. Crazy. So he's like, shit, bro, you're going to give a nigga used Rolexes because you know niggas like Rolexes. Like, yo, you're playing on every stereotype and it works. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst part. It's like, oh, I'll take it. Like, yeah, I'll still take it. I'd be aggrieved, but I'm like, give me that. But the financial bonuses they didn't get. Mm. So Joe, dude, he's trying to be the savior of this shit. Okay. He's trying to make sure that at an early stage, he gets what he deserves so that down the line, he doesn't get fucked by other people because they know what he would he will accept. Yeah. Yeah. He knows he's he's worth a lot more, and because you can't put a price on a stream, it's always going to be a subjective thing. Spotify might have thought, "Oh, I thought that was alright," and then they're like, "No, yeah. no, no, it really wasn't." I'll say this just to close this off before we get into music. Yeah, yeah. That one uh, blog post slash YouTube video stuff I saw. When Joe Biden left uh, Complex, when he left Everyday Struggle, yeah, and someone said, I forgot who the author was, mm-hmm. but they said to like quote them in a way, yeah, a paraphrase, yeah. They said Joe is going to go down in like recent history now as one of the most important people in hip hop history. That's facts, and you we are seeing it happen, artist. yeah, <laughs> like. They weren't talking about musically. Yeah. They're just talking about in terms of culturally. Culturally. Right. He is doing a lot as a person from that from the hip hop community. Mm. He's doing a lot for people that are broadcasters, people that want to have a voice. Upcoming artists as yeah. well. Yeah. So he's doing a lot. He's gonna go down in history for this period, like <laughs> twenty 
15, 16 mm. to 2021, mm. Joe's done stuff that's going to change the landscape. Definitely. I, I fully agree, dude. Yeah. I mean, for people who are first-time listeners, he's the whole reason that we even started a podcast. Mm. So, yeah, round of applause for Joe, man. He's obviously done a lot to influence us to do this. Like, I didn't know that I would enjoy doing this for so long, and I didn't know that... <laughs> We actually hit two years doing this, and we're almost yeah. there. Um, so yeah, man. Now shout out to the to the guy, and I hope he gets everything he deserves, man. And I hope he continues to lay the blueprint for what we should be doing to get to, you know, whatever it is that our goal is. Yeah, yeah. Some sort of Valhalla of podcasting. Exactly, exactly. All right, it's music time. It is music time. For those of you who are listening to the show for the first time ever, music time is where we as the Pod gods play our Gucci favorites. <laughs> Where's my ear horn? <laughs> Where we as the pod gods play our favorite songs or songs we've been vibing with lately. I tend to play African music. Caesar plays whatever he's feeling. Mm-hmm. Allison is not here. She plays usually commercial stuff. Yeah. All right, you gotta pick this week. I do. Um, the song that I wanna um you know, introduce you guys to, if you haven't heard it before, is called On God. On God? Yeah, this is by my girl, Queen Herbie. Um, I almost thought you were saying this when my girl put me on or something. My girl likes all the same music that I like. Shout out to my girl, man. Shit. Mm, She's got great music taste. I got into the car one day, like, I, I went to McDonald's. Yeah. You know, went to go get some shit in McDonald's, came back, and the white shoes was playing by Wale. I was like, shit, I'm going to marry this honey. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you playing the white shoes in the middle of the day? I'm going to cry, bro. That song always gets me choked up. But yeah, she's got great music taste, no? Yeah. Um, On God, Queen Herbie. I think this was off uh, the fifth EP, mm. but I could be mistaken. All right. But anyways, yeah. I hope you guys enjoy this joint. Here it goes. On God. Yeah. You can dog on me all you want Do me dirty I ain't never ever worry Get the chance like I'm Vermont I've been learning All my motherfucking journey Don't believe me I'm good Just watch Do me dirty I ain't never ever worry Soon you wanna be on my squad I'm gone You're doing the most Hoping that I forget I know And sing the wrong notes On a song about you That I just wrote 
right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that was On God from Queen Herbie, man. What a queen. Yeah, this is it right there in her name. On God, she's a queen. All right. Nice song. Yeah. This week, um, ooh, excuse me. Yeah, it's a flying yeah, fish. Got the gas. This week, I'm taking it back. <laughs> the gas. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm taking it way back to a time in South Africa where things were a lot more happier. This is Kuli Chana. Oh, thank yeah, I'm not playing World Cup songs. No, I thought you were going to play your sister bit too. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was going to mute that shit. I was like, no. Yeah, I'm playing a Kuli Chana song yeah, yeah. called No More Hunger. I'm sure you guys remember this one. Yeah, yeah. China featuring JR with the song No More Hunger. Shout out to Kuli China, man. South African living legend. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Give him his flowers before it's too late. Yeah, man. When was it, man? When his, when his car got hit, dude? Um, I can't remember, actually. Yeah, it's like some drive-by at a gas station. His old car got shot up. That's crazy. Mm. All right. Yeah, second anyways. half of the show. Is this <laughs> 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 All right, second half of the show. Where are you taking us with this? 
Or am I taking us back to our old friend? <laughs> Social media standards. Yeah, 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 yeah. About our lifestyles. Yeah, yeah. So, lately, on the streets of Twitter, people have been talking about something called a soft life. I've been told I have a soft life. I've been told that as well, actually. Based on the posts I've put up. It was very funny because <laughs> I saw what we talk about come to fruition. We always discuss off air, on air about how on social media we present the best parts of our life. Absolutely. And facts. someone hit me up not too long ago and they were like, oh, it looks like you're living a soft life these days. Like, I, I, I need to get to that level. I'm just like, man. <laughs> I'm like, man. <laughs> That's just what I want y'all to see like, when I post. So, soft life, right? But your life be soft, though. We'll see. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in comparison, I always compare my life to, like, what it could be. And I'm like, yeah, it's pretty soft. Yeah, like, it is pretty I soft. a queen-size bed. <laughs> I'll be, I be, I be sleeping my full eight hours. Like, yeah. this shit is soft. It is soft. <laughs> it's it soft. Is nice. <laughs> <laughs> it feels really good. Right. Yeah. Real soft, man. Like marshmallows. Yeah. I'm a sweetie. I'm a nanny. <laughs> Some jujubes. <laughs> Right. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remember, juggle the bomb. <laughs> 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 Drop the bomb, my guy. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Before okay. we get distracted uh, from last week's episode. Um, oh, what so, an yeah. iconic episode for say. We we never <laughs> celebrate how great our episodes be, right? Like. Yeah. We just keep going. We just keep it pushing. So, <laughs> yeah, people on Twitter have been talking about the soft life aesthetic, right? Yeah. Because people like will post themselves sitting on a balcony overlooking the ocean in Cape Town with a bottle of Vive. How do you say that champagne name? Nigga, I'm too broke Vivi, to know. <laughs> Vivi Bueve. I don't, I don't even know how to pronounce it. I'm too broke for that. I'm right? too broke to know. But Vivi, y'all know it's what probably I'm... a silent V because rich niggas can't afford. They're too rich to say the next Yeah, year. but yeah. some nice champagnes, right? Yeah, Vue. And, <laughs> and then they like will caption it soft life. Put a nice emoji of the glasses going, cheers, Clink. right? clinking, yeah. Clink. And then I remember there was a post, some girl posted a picture of her poolside with like a bottle as well, but it wasn't like a super expensive alcohol. Mm-hmm. And it was she, JC LaRue, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like <laughs> JC LaRue or something. Right, and right, she was right. like, captioned it, soft life, classic yeah. clink emoji. Mm-hmm. And people on Twitter were like, Soft life, like Alameo, like this ain't a soft life. Can't say soft life with JC LaRue. And then it opened up a debate oh where gosh. people were like, this is going. <laughs> yeah. And then people were like, so basically soft life is like only the top of the range stuff. I got to literally be in a Rolls Royce drinking Ace of Spades no. to caption it soft life. No. And other people were like, no, soft life is subject to. Mm. To someone else drinking Russian beer mm. could be a soft life mm. that mm. they're enjoying their money like that. And to you, it might be drinking, I don't know, Bonang's champagne, right? So Twitter standards are added again where now people are at odds. They don't know what counts as being a soft life, what doesn't count as being a soft life. You know what I mean? Look, man. Okay, I'm going to expose you real quick. Vusik came to my house and you pulled up in a B. <laughs> you pulled up in an M Sport. You know? I love me a block all that out. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Vusik's one house. Oh, Vusik's house one day. 
and there were nine cars in the driveway. <laughs> and this is fact. There were two of the same car, one in hatchback and one in sedan version. There were two Mercedes. Fuck, what is it even called? An E250, but the one with a slouched back, it looks really cool. There were two of them right next to each other, one with a customized plate. This nigga has a soft life. He lives in a triple story. Like, this nigga's This nigga. And I, I, what do I have? A Kia Rio? That shouldn't be mad subjective, bro. When I'm in my Kia Rio, I'm thinking, yeah, this life is soft as fuck. But I'm thinking, what is life like in the Beamer? <laughs> <laughs> this is cap. This, this house is 21 hectares, guys. This guy's cap. This guy lives on a farm in Mayberry Park. <laughs> That's cap. Wuz's life is so soft, guys. However, when I wake up in my measly little, (laughs) you know, five by six meter room, it's cap. And I wake up to like no water most days, no electricity. We use paraffin to cook our meals. I'm still thinking, yeah, this life is still pretty soft because I'm using all my money on a car. <laughs> but Vusa has so much disposable income, guys. It's it's ridiculous. So I'm thinking, yeah, my life is kind of soft, but Vusa's is like plush velvet, <laughs> you know? So guys, for you, you guys, you know, thinking that, you know, Jason LaRue doesn't have you matched up to the best of them. Keep living your life because there's somebody that can't have a drink of water today. Mm. You know, on some real shit, though. Yeah. Your life is mad soft if you can actually take a picture and post it on Instagram. Facts. The other day when I was talking about those living standard measurements, having a microwave is a real Uh, privilege. (laughs) I'm so shook over that. It is. Most people don't. Yeah. Most people don't. The poverty levels are so low, you have to reheat your food on either an open fire or on a paraffin stove. Mm. There's no instant reheating of food in a microwave. Yeah. None of that. Your life is mad soft, you guys. It's mad soft. Don't let these Twitter standards get the better of you. Yeah, facts. It's all bullshit, dude. It is Look, all man. bullshit. It's all of it, bruh. All of if it is bullshit. you bought something, you're proud to have it. You exactly. worked hard. Your own money. Don't feel like this isn't a designer brand. No, man, post that. Like, I remember one of the best tweets I ever saw yeah. in, in my short-lived life yeah right it was a guy who posted like in the midst of people posting bmw keys mercedes keys like yeah, yeah. i bought a new car he posted a toyota corolla mm-hmm. like the old one not like these new uber ones we see around like the one from like 2000 or some oh, shit. shit right and he was like just bought my first ever car mm. worked so hard and Everyone on Twitter clapped for him. Everyone was like, That's you go, up. man. Like, yeah. Like, there were a few haters, of course, like, lol, what, what. And then no, everyone shut up the haters. Everyone was like, nah, he worked hard for this. Like, yeah. shout out to him. He achieved this. He should celebrate it. Yeah. That's facts. Yeah. We should all live like that. Like, no, don't true. feel like something is lesser than because it doesn't have the same monetary value. Mm. Let me tell you, man. Jeans from Mr. Price will rip at some point. Jeans from fucking Diesel will rip at some point. Absolutely. There might be a huge pay gap between the two, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, they're both just jeans. They're just jeans. Right? Yeah. So they don't feel like this alcohol is not designer enough or brand label enough. Nah, I post it, man. 
No, fuck this, Vosa. I'm gonna say it the way it is. Most of the girls that are probably hating on this chick with Chase Leroux get their v bought by some nigga. That's just street yeah. facts. It's just street facts. You cannot be... Okay, let me say this like this. You live in a shack, but on the weekends you get dressed up and dolled up and face beat on point to attract niggas. Mavuso. Because niggas don't care where you're born. Because... Pussy doesn't have a shelter. Doesn't have a face. That's crazy. <laughs> Niggas are going to approach you at, at Groove because you look good. Regardless of how you're living. You can yeah. be living hard as fuck. But you know, while that's happening, they're going to invite you over to their table where there are drinks. What are you going to do? You're going to take out your phone. You're going to take pictures of the drinks on the table. You know, there's mm-hmm. bottles. There's Bombay. There's a... Uh, there's, uh, I don't know any other alcohol because I'm, I'm celibate from this shit. <laughs> Cap <laughs> As he looks <laughs> over to his shoulder <laughs> oh, Come on it's a 10, 10 rand beer Okay <laughs> No my point is girls are gonna You know do all of yeah. that to, to, to make it seem as if their lives are soft Maybe. They're gonna take pictures with all these Bottles of alcohol and hubblies all over the all over the place. Yeah. Uh, with their face beat on, and then they're gonna go home and be in their shacks. By the way, I'm not looking down on people that live in shacks. I'm looking down on people that live in shacks that think that they're better than everybody else. Mm. Because the girl anyone that's sitting that thinks they're better than anyone else. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Well, in the context of this conversation, yeah. the girl that had her own Jason Leroux sitting poolside versus the girl who had somebody else's view. Yeah. And Hubley at, at a party. That's yeah. the context that I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Yeah. So, yeah, fuck anybody that looks down on people, but that particular thing bothers me very much. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. And it, we, no, we, we don't really talk about how toxic, how toxic girls are to each other. Toxic. We talk about how toxic we are to girls, but not, re- not that I want to deflect from how bad we are, but they are really bad to each yeah, other. they're toxic to everyone, man. It's disgusting. Uh, I, I was reading yeah. about... Dr. Dre, so like, keep you on the subject of women that get things bought for them, oh, or like Dr. Dre's wife. No, but I, we're not getting it. into like Dr. Dre's wife exactly. Okay. But like, so you saw the headlines: Dr. Dre's wife wants two million dollars per month. It's ridiculous. During their divorce settlement, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the other day, I think it's the guy you were reading, the psychologist, Jordan Peterson. Yeah. Yes, Jordan Peterson and many others like him. They have, like, theories about how men and women meet in relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Economically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they say men find a woman. Let's just make, like, a house so you understand how I'm talking about this, right? Okay. Like a building. Mm-hmm. So a man will be at floor 10. He'll be, like, on the 10th floor up there. In terms of? His wealth, his okay. status. Okay. Like As it should be. His life <laughs> is up there. Yeah. He's on the 10th floor. He's killing it. Yeah, yeah. And said man is most likely, when he gets into a relationship, he is most likely going to go pick up a woman that's on floors number zero, the ground floor, to like floors five. Mm-hmm. He is most likely going down in mm-hmm. the market when he finds a partner. Mm-hmm. It's like they made a case in one YouTube video. They said, the CEO that dates the hairdresser. Absolutely. So it's literally yeah. like that in real mm. life. Most of it the time, is. It is. men go down when they find partners, at least economically. Mm. They're finding women that are not as rich as them and mm. all of that. And then they bring them up to floor number 10. Mm. 
but women don't go from floor number 10 to fetch a guy down at mm-hmm. floor number three. They go across or They up. go across or up, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. They never go down <laughs> to go pick up a man and say, come to floor 10 with me. And then we go forward from there. Mm. Like, and it's interesting when I see that because I'm yet to see, apart from special cases, right? Mm-hmm. Like, let's just say that Vosi guy that was dating Zotwa, right? Not dating me. Dating Zotwa? <laughs> <laughs> not me, right? Okay, not okay. me, though. Yeah. Okay. Not that there's anything wrong with Zotwa, but not me, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to slander her. She's going through a lot. She's a queen. She's still black and she's a female. Yeah. yeah. So A woman, whatever. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> even if like, I called her a queen, I gotta call her a woman. Yeah. Those are like special cases where we see an example of a man posting things that a woman has bought him, like a mm. lifestyle that a woman is mm. uh, supplying mm. him with. Mm. But on a daily, I log into social media and I'm just seeing women showing us lavish lifestyles, but it's the man that's bought things. Like it's women like. I was feeling sad. Look, he bought me a Maserati. I was feeling happy. My boyfriend rewarded me for Porsche with a house. Like, it's always the man bought it. The man gave her a lifestyle that she would not have had otherwise. And then they all shit on the rest of us for being broke. Are women really proud of those things? Or are they stunting on us? Are they proud of it? Are they proud that they weren't able to achieve that themselves, but their husbands were? I think... They are, it's a mixture. They're stunting on us. And I guess it's a case of what's mine is his, what's his is mine. No. So they probably feel like it's their achievement as well. I guess in marriage, things are combined, right? Yeah. So if I'm asking about just couples, boyfriend, girlfriend, yeah. then, it, but I think in a serious marriage and things like that, mm. I guess I would accept my partner's achievements as mine because what's, you know, what's, Ours is ours, what's mine is yours. Okay, but mine, we but. didn't graduate, right? Yeah. I graduated. I did that shit. You weren't in the <laughs> exam room with me. Yeah, right? I get that. Okay, you weren't at work with me. Leaving, <laughs> right? Working 14-hour yeah. days. You weren't there. I was there, right? So, fuck all that. Okay? So, you supported me, but you yeah. weren't doing the work. That's My true. achievement is my achievement, and I should be able to get credit for it. But that's, the that's not I, the way it works with social media. That's not the way it yeah. works with social media, but yeah. we know that social media is bullshit. Yeah, because the women on social media, they stunt on us with things that aren't given to them. You know what I mean? Look, so I, it's just... For me, I appreciate the OnlyFans girls. Mm. What, what, what was that? Is that the sound you make? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be in her ear like... Mm, mm. When I'm going faster in the coochie, I just increase the revs, you know. Shit. <laughs> yeah, man. When I'm about to come, like no, no, race around the corners. Well, well, the, the corners of the cooch, <laughs> coochie corners. Oh my god. Right, no. but okay, you respect the ugly fans because are they no. getting their bag on their own? On their own, you know, because there are a lot of people that look down. Would on they it. get that bag for not for horny men? Hmm. Do they what? Would they get the bag if it wasn't for horny men? So either way, women wouldn't be able to thrive without <laughs> men. 
<laughs> is that what you're trying to say, Mussi? That's the point you're trying to make right now. <laughs> in essence, I'm, being, I'm, playing, in I'm essence. playing difficult. I'm playing devil's advocate, right? No, yeah, no, you're playing the ad- violator's advocate. You know exactly <laughs> what you're doing, dude. You're playing your advocate for yourself. Only fans would not work without horny men out there. And women. Yeah. Bruh, according to Pornhub, by the way, we're, apparently we're boycotting Pornhub. Mm. I don't. I never used it that much before. Yeah. Anyways, I was I'm more a, of I'm an ex video. Yeah, same. Yeah. I see you're a man of culture as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yes. You know, I came from the mud, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I going to say? You better bring me back. We're talking about porn. We're talking about women. <laughs> you anyway. You respect the OnlyFans girls. They get their money. Ah, fuck like, it. Yeah, yeah, I respect OnlyFans girls because they get their money on their own. I was gonna say Pornhub. According to their stats, more women watch porn than men. Oh, facts for real. It is. It's an absolute fact, and it's actually by quite a landslide. It's not even by a, sh- a small margin. Um, men are just more open to talk about it. That's why if you talk to your boys about porn, apparently a lot of the time they're lying. <laughs> about the fact that they watch porn A lot of guys don't watch porn at all Oh that's this, wild this, Dude everything that you think is intuitive Is exactly the opposite mm. Okay. <laughs> you think yeah men are fucking dogs They watch all the porn in the world No It's the ladies No it's the ladies okay, they're, 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 they're fapping they the need, They need to go to horny jail Horny jail <laughs> yeah, they, need to go to, they, they need to go there No absolutely But this opens up a can of worms, right? Yeah. You guys know if you listen to the show, I like speaking in umbrella topics and getting under the umbrella. Sometimes mm-hmm. I start mm-hmm. under it and then get to the umbrella, which is what I've done now. So, Vos is a us, fan of umbrellas. To get us to the umbrella, right? Yeah. He's making the shape of an umbrella <laughs> right now. If I <laughs> wish like a ballerina. <laughs> I wish I could have that Rolls Royce umbrella in the door, oh. the Rolls Royce car. Yeah, one day, one day. You you want just the umbrella? Just the umbrella. I don't need the car. <laughs> Fuck the car, right? Yeah. Yeah. One day, yeah. though, one day. The umbrella probably costs as much as my <laughs> yeah. So, I saw also another line of tweets. This episode is sponsored by Twitter, by the way. <laughs> so, Jack, cut the check, Jack Dorsey. So I saw another line of tweets where it was about guys talking about pressure. Like, a guy was talking about the pressure young men face. So, mm. he was like, to paraphrase him, he was like, Young 21-year-old guys, like, you know, they see girls their age. Their age, this. yeah, they see women their age mates, like, living lavish lifestyles, going on vacations to, like, the fucking Bahamas and Cape Town, Durban, all this. How do you go from Bahamas to Cape Town? I was like, because nah. I thought I was like, these women don't go to the Bahamas. So I had to bring it back, right? I had to bring it way back, right? So they go on these lavish life, like lifestyle holidays in SA, oh, right, shit. with their rich, older, twenty-eight-year-old boyfriends. Yeah, because such is the game. I saw this when I was in uni. Yeah, absolutely. Like, when I, I was in first year, jeez, in matric, yeah. Like when I was in first year, second year, like all those girls were literally with like twenty-eight-year-old guys who would come pick them up after classes and stuff, mm. because those guys are not at a position to get the girls they couldn't get when they were younger. Right. 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 Which so, is sicko mode. But yeah, guys. Th- a lot of these older guys with money like to play the game backwards. They like mm. to make up for missed time. I put that in quotes, quotation marks. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I saw these guys tweet. You're saying, yeah. So as a young 21 year old dude, you feel this pressure because you see all these girls your age, the ones that you want that are like all good looking, all that. 
they don't want you because you can't provide anything besides a dick and love. Right. They right. <laughs> they want like they want money, man. They want nice things. Yeah. And that's what older guys can give them. Because mm-hmm. older guys, and we're not talking like guys in their fifties. Literally, guys who are like 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, etc. Yeah. Still yeah. young, yeah. but yeah. older. Mm. They can provide that for these young girls. Mm. And then it's like, it now forces young guys to sort of boss up. Because you'll be like, as a young guy, maybe you had no intentions to own an AMG. But because you see your crush, whoever you crushes in fucking, I don't know, philosophy 101, mm-hmm. and she posts on her story a picture of her sitting in a car that has the AMG logo on the headrest. Mm-hmm. You're like, fuck, like, I can't compete with those kind of guys. So now, all of a sudden, now you want the AMG because, like, that's how I'll be able to get the girl. So, like, it gives young men this pressure to be like, I need to be able to present women with a nice lifestyle in order mm. to attract them. And that has a serious knock-on effect because, okay, yes, you're, you're, you're showing young men that, okay, they should be further along yeah. in their lives. But also the type of girl that they'll be attracting isn't the one that they are worthy of. For instance, they're going attract, to be attracting the type of women that look for the lavish lifestyle. Rather than the yeah. woman that is interested in the person. Exactly. So young men, <clears throat> like, you, you can't... Okay, I don't want to say you can't be because there are more than enough people to prove otherwise. But you shouldn't have to feel as though owning an AMG and your own crib at 21 is a realistic goal because it's not, bro. Exactly. Especially not in South Africa. It there's, is not realistic. There's a reason why those girls are worth guys who are, like, closer to 30 and exactly. over 30. Exactly. Living those lives because those guys have been building from the time they were 21, like you seeing their mm. crushes get snatched up by older guys. It's a cycle. And that guy was saying that it's basically sicko mode for trying to go to high school to pick up girls. So you're 21, and the girls that are your age are living lavishly, therefore yeah. they won't be attracted to you. And then you can't go to the high school girls because that's sicko. sicko. Yeah. You can't go dating kids. Exactly. So you're left with a very small dating pool. The dating pool is tiny. It's between 18, the graduates that are 18 and 21. That's your, that's your dating pool. In terms of the girls, your age, chances are you're not going to find a baddie. If you're into looks, which we all are in essence. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you're not going to find a baddie like, because chances are the baddie's been, courted by a guy that's older and can provide her with more than just dick and love exactly right so it's a vicious what are these cycle. types of girls let's let's shift the attention away because i want to be toxic right now what are these <laughs> girls actually bringing to this relationship besides coochie no this coochie is a, and company this is an interesting thing though because women reach their dating peak in their early 20s they reach their dating peak in what, terms what, of like they're the so, most eligible at yeah, that age. Okay? That, they are they're they're at their peak of being courted at that age. Because okay. that's where they physically they're most beautiful, mm-hmm. they're the most fertile, <laughs> right? Yeah. So yeah. all of these things and that's what they present men with. But they're at their least interest. Like, think about it, like guys from the time you leave high school. Mm-hmm. Right, probably when you get to like matric, but it mainly happens after you leave high school. Mm-hmm. You you see a whole new world of women, 
and how to court women, right? Absolutely. And the first uh, things that appear in your mind is, yes, but if I can get a car, if I can get a house, we spoke about this before, yeah, yeah. I'll be able to get the girl I want. You'll be crushing ass. Like, in high school, it's kind of more like, oh, if I could just... I don't know, get deck, but get get, get muscles. I can get, get girls. Get some Supremes. What was those yeah, shoes called? Like, Supreme beings. If I could have muscles and nice yeah, clothes, I yeah. can get girls. Yeah. But then you're an adult, it's like, I need fucking nice car, house, mm. Mm. a good bank account, mm. and I can get the girl I want. Mm. Women aren't saying that. Women don't say, oh, if I can have a nice car, a nice apartment, I can get my crush. No, no, no. <laughs> that on. that societal pressure isn't on them. They they don't have that materialistic pressure to attract yeah. men. Yeah, absolutely. They just have physical pressure. They're just like, if I can be a good in shape, mm. you know. Yeah, the weight thing is a big thing. Yeah, for if my That's weight's in thing. check and yeah. if my face is beat nicely, yeah, right. I'll beat your face. <laughs> First <laughs> no, not, not no, 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 not like assault <laughs> against women. No, it's not what I meant. Was <laughs> I do. Hey, stand against violence against women. That's not what I was trying to say. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to beat your face, but I want to beat your face. You get me? Yeah. Come on, I fam. Come on, bro. <laughs> you know I meant better than that. <laughs> Come on, bro. But anyway, yeah, yeah. so women don't have that pressure, yeah? Mm. They just know that I got to look pretty, present a nice, pretty face. Which circles back to what you're saying about the girls that can live in a shack mm. and just get doled up on the weekend and go to Santon mm. and attract a rich man for that weekend exactly. so that he can buy her something nice. Exactly. And that's all women's pressure is just to look pretty. Mm. It sounds slack when I say it like that. Like, ah, you just, your f- only focus is just to look pretty. It sounds very patriarchal and yeah. sexist. But Especially knowing exactly the struggles that they're facing at the moment. Yeah. But yeah, but let's say in an the, ideal world. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. the pressures of men versus women in the dating pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That young boys feel like I need to get my money up, especially now with the introduction of social media. Mm. Before mm. there wasn't Twitter and stuff. There was Facebook, yeah, mm. but there wasn't all this digital content in front of us where people can express every minute of the day how they love money and they love mm. rich niggers and mm. all that. Mm. So it affects young men right now mm. because these young men are going to end up playing into the cycle of he's going to graduate, mm. he's going to work for a few years, get a promotion, maybe work a few years, become a manager mm. or something. Mm. He's going to then go and buy a car he can barely afford mm. to impress girls, go get an apartment somewhere. It's a bit pricey. Mm. And he's going to go back to fucking Vets, UJ, wherever, and pick up the hardest looking second year he can find. And then he's going to give her a nice lifestyle. And then the guys in her class are going to look at him like, damn, like, I can't get her because some guy's providing all of that for her. And it's a vicious yeah. cycle. Yeah, but this societal thing, okay, it's sick, okay? But men are more likely to be psychopaths, right? It's hmm. innate almost, okay? So I read, I read somewhere that women are more likely to, like, this is just an example, but I'm going to come back to the original point. Women are more likely to commit suicide, but men are more likely to kill themselves when they actually tr- make an attempt to. We use more lethal force. Mm. So we're more sure of ourselves when we do these types of things. It's crazy. Mm. Yeah, it is crazy. So men are more likely to be killers, murderers, sell, uh, harm, the, inflicting harm upon themselves yeah. and, and other people. 
But that's yeah. mainly, yeah, that's mainly, you know, we're going to actually have to close this up really soon. Yeah. But that's mainly because men are psychotic, right? Yeah. So the study was basically saying the reason why men, okay, one of the reasons why men are as successful as they are is because there's a minority of men who are willing to work those 14-hour days, you know, mm. working in dangerous conditions, working outside, working with their hands. And that fixation with success is innate in men. That yeah. fixation to prove that they're better is innate in men. Yeah. So <clears throat> that societal pressure isn't necessarily brought on by women. It's actually brought on by ourselves, by the way our psyches are set up. That's just the fact of the matter. We're not sitting here... Okay, in the early days, women weren't just sitting there saying, I wish this guy was the richest man on earth. Yeah. No, it's like I was saying that other day when we were chilling, I think we were smoking up. Women want a competent man more than anything. Yeah. That's why they date across and up. They want somebody with competence. They don't want somebody who is below them in financial, intellectual, all of those criteria. Most women, yeah. this is, by the way, level-headed women, not women that want to stunt on us on Instagram. <laughs> I'm talking yeah. about level-headed women, like women that are serious about dating. They don't want somebody that they can overpower. Mm. Whether it be financially, whether it be uh, decision-making in the household, whether it be intellectually, they want somebody that, that can keep up with them. Yeah. And that's what I want. That's why it was such a big thing for me that my girl was so good at 30 seconds. I was like, this is what I want. Yeah. And that mainly is a feminine trait, wanting a partner that is on your level. Because like you said, men, we're going to look for the, women, for the women that we can control. That's why we date downwards. Yeah. Women that are younger than us. Women that don't know as much about things like we do. You know, life experience, sexual experience, relationships. What is expected of you in a relationship? You can change the mind of any 21-year-old and say, look, man, when I was 21, that didn't necessarily work for me. Then you change your mind about, okay, it's yeah. okay to have sex now if she wasn't okay with the idea to begin with. Like, that, it's sick, bro. Yeah. It's sick. So Men are just sick. Unfortunately, when you're 21, you're at a legal consenting age. But that's the problem that I have with those big age gaps. Yeah. 30 and 21 are not the same thing, bro. They're not. I, even though you're legal, they're not the same. But thing. how do you stop the cycle? How do you stop the 21-year-old boy that's listening to the show right now? Yeah. In seven years' time when he's 28 and he's working his good job. Yeah. Going back to prey on the 22-year-old girl. Knowing that he's going to entice her because he drives a nice car, has his own apartment. Fam, if the pickings are slim and you're going for the low-hanging fruit, which are the young girls, it's not worth it, bro. Because anything good doesn't come easy. I really genuinely genuinely believe in that saying. Anything yeah. that's good does not come easy. The girl that you're going to go back and prey upon, she might be good for a couple of nights. Then what are you going to do with her? You're going to ditch her because you want something shiny and new. Whereas you could actually hoe for a bit without creating expectations for these young women. And then be like, okay, now I know what I want in a female, in a woman. Right? Yeah. And that's what I'm going to go after. It's simple. Mm. It, actually, it's not simple. That's why it's so fucking, it's such a pandemic actually in itself. Yeah. It, it is really a pandemic in itself. So that that's the way I would approach it. Don't go for the low hanging fruit. They're usually not worth it. Exactly. Yeah. 
All right, man. I think we can end off there. Lovely. Uh, a last note, though. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, mm-hmm. social media is just a facade. It's all smoke and mirrors. We've said this many times many before. Time. Yeah. So please don't fall for what you see on social media. It's all a facade, guys. People are putting up a front for you. Don't feel pressured by the standards upheld there unless it's standards for the bettering of humans, mm. you know, like mm. standards against racism, etc. Yeah. But otherwise, lifestyle standards, don't fall for it. Don't mm. feel pressure. Live your life. Do what you got to do. Closing out, any shout-outs? So I want to say, niggas, keep your hands off women, man. They're not your punching bags. Stop that shit. Yes, please, guys. If you but see it, report it. Immediately. Oh, if it's your friend, if it's your brother. I'm not even asking you to call out your friends. Just report no, it. Go to the police. Straight up. If you know someone's abusing someone, report it to the police. Please. And that only does so much as well because the argument that women are making is that their reports are not taken seriously yeah. by the police. So that a lot needs to be restructured in terms of that um, that type of stuff. But yeah, yes. keep your hands off women, guys. Like we should be, we should be groveling at their feet. They're everything to us, guys. Suck on their toes. No, not never that. <laughs> <laughs> just grovel at their feet. Never that. Just nibble a little pinky toe. What I do I look like, man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, any shout out besides that, my lady. Uh, yeah, that's it. What's your lady's name, man? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just had a stare off. It's a quick standoff, like, you gonna say it? Nah. Oh, I see. They're listening. Yeah. The feds, the, the feds is watching. The feds is watching. Nigga, what money? Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, shout out to Addy. Uh, that's my lady. Yeah. Yeah, shout well, we out. Know. Yeah, <laughs> for two years now. <laughs> yeah. When was your anniversary? Did you just have your anniversary? Yeah, it was on the thirteenth of August. Good thing you remember that. Yeah. <laughs> so it almost slipped your mind. <laughs> Congrats to you and Eddie on on two years, man. Round of applause, Ooh. bro. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. And shout out to all of our listeners. Thank you so much for your support and for letting us your ear. And please continue to do so. Shout out to our co-host Allison. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Moyos, letting us use the space to record. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Shout out to us. <clears throat> I was getting all Batman voice there. Yeah. So much. Shout out to us <laughs> for, for investing in ourselves and making the pod sound even better than yeah, ever. Absolutely. And yeah. like I said, on these Twitter streets, Mayberry Park soon gonna have some real entertainment. Mm. More to follow soon. Me, I can't wait. Me, mm. you see me. Me, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll tell you more about that later. Anyway, for now, episode sixty-two. We out. Bye bye. Goodbye, you guys. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>